Hey, we made it. It's January 2022. And here we are still standing with every opportunity in front of us to do great culture work. Let's go. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Oh my goodness, it is a good day to be alive. I wasn't kidding when I said that it's January 2022 and we're still alive, we're still here. There's still every opportunity that we have in front of us to make the world a more beautiful place, a more unified, a more understanding place when it comes to culture and come from. It's the beginning of a new year and I get excited about that. Um, And quite frankly, I don't know how your November and December were, but for me, uh, I'm willing to take uh, anything that is going to give me uh, a shot in the arm or uh, make me excited today about the road ahead. Um, the last couple of months for me uh, have just been a little challenging uh, on my end. Got some couple of things going on here in my world, uh, hopefully coming to an end here in uh, the new year. But I'm excited today. And you know, sometimes you just got to take it when it comes, right? (laughs) Sometimes you got to be excited when you're excited and not question why or uh, what the deal is, or maybe it's not real or anything like that, but just take it as it comes. So for some of you, maybe that's what you needed to hear today was if you feel excited, then feel it. If you feel hopeful, then feel it. Don't question it. Don't wonder why. Um, Just go with it. Speaking of which, a couple nights ago, uh, I was, you know, just sort of sitting on the couch and hanging out and uh, essentially wasting time uh, feed scrolling on Facebook, <laughs> you know, checking out all these different posts and, um, you know, depending on how uh, finicky my Facebook feed is, you know, most of the time I get uh, stories and posts from people I actually know. Uh, friends of mine, most of those things I go and I seek them out. Uh, but lots of times, you know, what I'll get is, uh, people, you know, posts from people that I don't know. Um, you know, and just scrolling, just endless scrolling. That's why I said just wasting time on Facebook. Um, and what I noticed while I was scrolling was that there was kind of a theme present, uh, usually around this time is where you see posts from people about uh, what your one word is for the new year. Do you do this? I've done it before. I've done it in years past and it's been helpful. Um, In fact, over the last two years, I've had more than one word. Um, 
that I've focused on. And what I found this year is that um, the words that I had last year are the same words going forward. The goal for me this year is to stay the course. Um, Because I don't know about you, but you know, sometimes you you pick that one word or you pick those that series of words or you make some new goals for the year. And, you know, if you get to the end of the year and you figure that you either didn't reach them or, um, you know, that that it didn't work out or you gave up on something, then you say, well, I'll just choose some new words, which is fine. Uh, but for me, uh, I like to stay the course. Uh, last year was a, a year of extremes for me. Um, some things that were just fantastic and amazing. And uh, my business has been growing. The coaching business is uh, expanding, which is fantastic. And there was a year of extreme loss uh, and disappointments and longings in other ways. And so this theme, as I saw on Facebook about what is your one word, everybody asking each other, what is your one word for the year um, in order to focus? And so as I was thinking about you, you be listening to the podcast today. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about your staff, thinking about uh, your organization, your business, whatever it is that you are putting your hands to. I wanted to offer a word for you to consider as you embark on your cultural diversity journey, uh, as you embark on meeting these goals. And here's the one word, joy. Okay, don't turn this off, all right? <laughs> don't turn this off, okay? Just stay with me here. The one word is joy. You know, I've worked as a culture coach for over 20 years. I've worked with a lot of people, so I've seen just about everything. And I can tell you that most of the time, it is joy that is missing from the strategic plan for most of our diversity work. Joy is missing. Happiness is missing. Excitement. Anticipation. Newness. Expansion. Deepening. Learning. Curiosity. All of these words are missing from our strategic diversity plans. Now, there are words, don't get me wrong. There are words. Let me tell you some of the words uh, that I experience or see more than anything when it comes to leaders of organizations starting their diversity work. Here are some some words that feel a little more uh, familiar. Obligation. Dread. Worry. Fear, perfectionism. Do these ring true for you at all? Have you experienced something similar at all? Let me pull these apart a little bit. Obligation. So many people uh, that I have run into have looked at diversity work or quote DEI work, which is a term I don't use a whole lot for a number of reasons. That'll be another podcast. But they look at this work as something that is an obligation for them. And I don't know about you, but for me, anytime something comes into my life that I feel like I am obligated to do, it steals my joy. 
(laughs) And there may be somebody listening today. Maybe you're listening today. And if you're honest, that is how diversity work is felt for you. Or maybe you work with somebody on your team, your executive team, that that that's how they feel, that there's an obligation. It's almost like, oh, do we really have to do this? Why do we have to do this? Another word um, to go along with obligation is compliance. Oh gosh, I hate that word. Now, uh, let me be clear. There are some things in a work environment that we have to be compliant on, right? Uh, And depending on your industry, uh, there are things that you need to be compliant on. Uh, There are some things that are related to HR that you have to be compliant on. But oftentimes people can feel like diversity work or DEI work is nothing but compliance and obligation. Nothing but, you know, check the box. And if you want to hear me talk about this a little bit more, I believe there's a podcast I did earlier last year about bias and blind spot or why I think it was called why uh, bias training is not enough. Because what happens is people start to feel obligated to do this work. The other word, dread. (laughs) Dread kind of sounds like this. Ugh. (laughs) do we really have to do this Uh, right or you know one more training one more video one more consultant one more coach right like uh why do we have to do this why can't we just get back to the business of what we do best here at this company which for some of you if you're honest is nothing but complain and whine dread or worry Worry is, oh my gosh, well, what if we do this? What if we do this? Well, well, won't these bad things happen? Or, oh, you know, well, you know, we worry about so much happening. Fear, fear keeps us from doing anything with regards to diversity. We come in, we hear a great teaching. We might even have some some uh, really great practices to start, but then we don't do it because we're afraid. And then that oftentimes is the root of perfectionism. Many times, you know, uh, perfectionism is just fear hiding in plain sight. But perfectionism says we have to make sure that we do this right so that we don't mess up once we launch it or once we get into something. At some point... In the culture work that you long to do and when you want to have these cultural results in in your organization you have to shift into joy don't forget joy diversity and culture work is not to be approached like the newest workflow app you know that your team is implementing right Uh, or a new data system for your accounting we're talking about people And because of that, you have the opportunity on your team to approach this work with joy. If you don't like the word joy or if joy feels a little fluffy to you, how about energy? Approach this work with some energy because I guarantee you that if you and your team, your organization is flowing in obligation, dread, worry, fear, perfectionism, that will suck all of your energy out. And you already know it because some of you have already experienced this, but it will, it will suck your energy out. Joy is an energy creator. You have to shift at some point. 
you may have heard me mention this before, but some of the problem is, is that the, the seeds we are, we have been sowing, if you will, have all been sowing in this negative environment, right? We've talked about this before where we sort of sit around and we wait for awful things to happen in the country, or we wait for somebody to make um, uh, a claim in our business that somebody was racist or somebody uh, did something that was sexist or somebody did something, um, you know, based on, on, on gender or gender nonconformity or whatever it is, right? We wait for something awful and then we want to re- react to it and then wonder why our organization is not seeing any of the results that it wants. And I actually believe that it could be something as simple as shifting from these negative words and feelings to something like joy. What if joy was your one word or energy was your one word for you as a leader in your organization? How might that change how the people underneath of you experience this new culture work that you're trying to do? Just asking a question. What if when you return to work and all this week as you're catching up on emails and trying to you know, wrap your head around this new year, even just this new month, you're re-engaging with your clients or you're re-engaging with your community, you're re-engaging just in life in general. What if you replaced the feelings that you've previously had with, with the feelings of joy? the feelings of curiosity, the, the, the feelings of honor? What if those things made up your language instead of the have-tos or the shoulds or the worries or the perfectionism? How might that change how you and your team engage this week in your culture work? For those of us leading in this area, these are the kinds of things that we have to just be aware of all of the time. What if when you showed up to lead your company at the next executive team meeting, that you told stories of success and honored other people's cultural story? How might that shift the environment? How might that shift the atmosphere? Instead of starting with lack, instead of starting with all the things that you don't have or all the results that you're not seeing, what are the things that you actually are seeing, even if it was just one step or the first step towards your cultural results? What if DEI work (laughs) didn't have to feel like one more system to put into place or one more buzz phrase for the company or one more piece of compliance or one more policy in your HR packet? But what if the culture work was a movement within your organization that could lead to a greater understanding amongst people? What if it led to a sense of unity in your office? What if it led to an opportunity for you to lead in your industry, in the area of cultural work, cultural diversity? You know it's possible, right? (laughs) It's possible. But you have to choose it. Joy. Try it. I challenge you. Try joy. Try energy. Try engagement. Try curiosity. Try honor. 
Try expression. Try celebration and appreciation. Try it. Here's to a great new year. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.